What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is Rich of the Exposed Podcast, and this is episode nine. I had to think about that for a second. Don't worry, <laughs> in the future, I will definitely screw that up because I... <laughs> Even when I was doing the Richer Red podcast, I never remember the number. And I am here with the legend himself, Some Ordinary Gamers. What's up, guys and gals? Who is go. basically everyone said he is as much of a prick as I am, so I have to have him on the show. Man, I'm a total prick. Don't get me wrong. We are they both, were absolutely right. We are both total pricks. And I'm glad <laughs> to have you here because you've been doing this... How long have you been full? I know you. I know you still have a job, but how long have you been doing it? Like you're doing it now. Twenty twelve, man. You were. I well, I saw your videos. Yeah. Like you were. How old are you? If you don't mean. I am twenty five years old. Oh God, so you May. were what? So I, I'm yeah. terrible at math. So yeah, you were almost. You were sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah. Um, Say that again. I think it was like. I was uh, I was about like eighteen ish when I started, like just on that point. And uh, when I started, it was like you know, kind of make videos here and there. And then it wasn't until like twenty fourteen where I like truly like got like uh, I got away from the tropes, you know, of like of like that starting YouTuber. And I was like, fuck it, you know, I'm like a I, I just do what I want. And then twenty fourteen and onwards is like what you have now here. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's interesting because you started off, you were doing more Let's Plays and stuff like that, and you just yeah. kind of flipped over to the same thing that I did. I, I, I It just kind of seems to be the thing that happens. You either become outspoken and do what we do, or you become Linus Tech Tips, Aaron. <sighs> I don't. I don't do that. <laughs> I tried. I failed miserably, and it's also not my interest too. I. I, I mean, for any, yeah. and you know, for anyone out there who knows, the amount of work you have to have a whole team of people. That's why he could get it done, and more power oh, yeah. to him. It's a whole media group for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I just like having fun with my videos, and you do the same thing. But anyway, this is not about me. So what? You did the Let's Plays. What made you switch from the Let's Plays to the stuff? Well, actually, no, I, I have a question to ask you. What the hell is a simp? A simp? Oh, yes, man. Please uh, explain it to me because I'm old. They are uh, they are people who you see on Twitch, you know what I mean? You see that cute girl or you see that cute guy on Twitch or you see any – in any capacity. It doesn't have to be online and they have to, like, you know, just fawn over them, do everything, break their back, debase themselves in a way to get the attention of somebody else. And it's just, I don't know. It's hilarious to me because it's, it's, it's just, it's, I don't know. It's like, it's like being like a cuck, but just below it, you know, like you're a just, step. That's a step. below. Yeah. A it's, cuck. A, it's a step. Cause at least a cuck gets pussy or like whatever. Right. Like this is like just a, this is like a good, like chunk below it. Right. It's like the seventh layer of hell in a way for that. You're emptying out your bank account to have something to fap to when there's a billion things oh free God. on the internet. That's what I never get, dude. I honestly like I'm not so I'm not like ever, you know, fucking promoting this fact or anything, right? But I'm like, if you're giving money to like see pussy, guys, I'm just gonna be honest with you, okay? Like we live in a world where you can just like get an escort or something. I'm not promoting that or anything. I'm not saying that you should do that. It's not that's not me saying I'm just saying you live in a world where you're spending your money wrong if that's your end fucking goal. I'm just saying Well you know? it's funny because I, I had a Someone I knew that shower main nameless and, and she kind of had a thing where she had not that they have a name simps and they want like a bond with somebody like, yeah, you could go to Pornhub. You ain't getting that bond. They want to make it like they're 
they want to pretend they're almost in a relationship with these people that they watch on to it's really very strange and very sad <laughs> it's yeah i mean dude it's sad as fuck because the thing with the internet man and the thing that ruins it the most is you've got like access to everything at a whim right and like nowadays you've got people who just get on the internet you know they they this is like the extent of their social ability. You know, like they don't go outside. They don't like interact with people. They don't go to like, they they don't have like friends, you know, in real life. All they do is make friends on the internet. So like you get to the point where this is all you have. This is how you have to interact with. And it's, it's just, I wouldn't say that it's something that it's depressing or like, I feel bad for them. I just fucking pity it at this point. Right? Like they're chasing things and and they have no self they have like no sense of what is it like self confidence or like you know anything in them that like tells them hey what i'm doing is fucking really cringy and it's really bad i should probably step away <laughs> you know so it, they just keep going down the hole yeah it, it's a level of of desperatism i couldn't even like there's a billion women on the planet I, I guess it's because they just don't feel they have the social i'm going to use a word and sound like a huge boomer gusto to actually go out yeah. and talk to somebody but it's i mean i she told me oh like people would just send her gifts and thousands upon thousands of dollars and i'm just like so obviously they're either working jobs or, or mommy or daddy is giving them access <laughs> to a credit card so like, what are you doing i dude i mean like have you ever heard of like findom and shit no i'm so afraid just, like so i have this like video in the back burner that like i have to re-record because it's so fucking old now but like there's if you go on twitter like anywhere there's like full-on like findom communities like you've got these like mistresses who run like these fucking rackets where people just follow them and they're like you have to give me like your paycheck or else you're a terrible person yes i see yeah okay okay yes 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 uh yeah like they treat the people like shit and they throw the money at them there was There was something that Howard Stern did. One of the one of his um, co-hosts is, is there's a guy who supposedly isn't gay, but he does it for gay men. He's like, "Listen, you piece of shit, you're going to give me a thousand dollars right now," and they do it. <laughs> yeah, oh, I man. mean, dude, that's Findom, bro. They, like, I don't like. Look, I can understand most fetishes for people, right? Like, hey, maybe maybe you're into that. I'm not. A, like, dude, I don't like getting fucking pissed on. But I'm sure there's people who like getting pissed on. So, hey, congratulations. All the power to you. It's not hurting me. But the Findom shit I don't get. Like, you're not getting anything in return. You're just giving your cash to get shit on. Dude, just like, like, why do you need to do that? Just why do you need to pay somebody to shit on you? I don't like, how is that even a bond? That's just, it's so weak. Dude, I brought, I've brought this up during 20 streams and I'll bring it up now because this is different. I'm sure I'll hit different people. There was a show on hbo where this guy used to pay an escort just to shit in a plate and he would eat it she said he would sit there and cut it and eat it like he was eating a steak with a knife and oh oh i forgot i wish i remember the name i wish i remember the name of the show but it was like a special on hbo where these escorts told their stories and she said this guy would all he would want me to do is to come into his hotel room there was a plate i'd shit on and he would eat it like what is wrong with you? So like he he's like I, I assume he's a rich fucking dude, you know, if he's paying a woman an hour of her time to like come and shit on a fucking plate and eat it, you know, I assume that he's got cash. Why the fuck would, why? 
But what what like you, it has to be something like seriously psychologically. I don't want to hear everyone or Rich. Everyone oh, yeah. has their kinks. Like, all right, I admit I was wrong. I did a video about the fleshlight where they was you had an attachment on your iPad. Look, if you want to hump an iPad all day, go ahead. But when you're paying money for someone to shit on a plate and you want to eat it, there's something seriously wrong. Like that's daddy and mommy issues that you you need to go see Doctor Phil for. That's that's uh, that's a serious fucking health issue too. Oh like, my god! Yeah, <laughs> you're eating a hooker shit. Yeah, God. I mean, you know, you know where she's been. You know where she's taking it, or he's taking it. Fuck me. And <laughs> it's it, disgusting. Yeah, and it's not like this. It's not like it's in Vegas where you know, like at least they're tested and everything. It was just someone off the street that she was like, "Yeah, I would shit in here." I'm going to. All right, the forty-seven fucking diseases she has, he got now. <laughs> that's so fucked. Oh my god. So, I mean, I hope he's alive and I hope he's past his, you know, kink fetish or whatever. I mean, he's going to stick with that fetish or he's going to get some serious dysentery. That's what that's what's going to fucking happen. I, I don't understand. But the, it's it all ties into like people. There's something where people just need a connection or a bond. Yeah. And, and it's just I don't know. It's just sad. And it's also dangerous, too, because a lot of these the guys end up turning fucking weird. Well, dude, it's like it goes back to the whole point of Twitch, right? Like, I mean, there's some people and like, here's the thing, you know, I get that YouTube Twitch is like a more personal medium. I agree with that. It's so much more personal, right? Like it, I don't think that there was ever a point really in life where you could sit down with some popular person or your favorite streamer and like chat to them in a text box and they would see what's on the text box, right? Like when I'm streaming, the text box is literally like, on this quadrant of the screen. So when I'm playing a match of siege and you say that I fucked up in a round. Yeah, bro. I can see, I, I can see all that. Right. Like we get that interaction, but then you get like some of the people who like interact once or twice or three times. And it's like, then they get like unhealthy obsessed with it, which happens, right? Like they think, Oh wow. We're like good buddies now and everything like that. It's like, you know, you got to temper your expectations a little bit. It's kind of fucking creepy. But then again, it goes back to what I said, man. Like, there's some people whose only interaction is this. So they have nothing to base on in real life, right? Like, at least, like, me, you, and a I'd say majority of people in this day and age, right? Like, we still have, like, social interactions. We still meet up and do shit like that. And that sort of, you know, sets what social interaction should be versus the stay in your room, use the computer, chat to this person here and there, and call it a day, right? Like, it's, I don't know. It's, it's, it, there are some people I know, dude, in life that their only interaction is over Discord. Like all they do is spend their time on Discord groups. That's I have it. noticed that. I've and even like, I mean, I'm, I'm God, I'm going to sound like old man grandpa, but around your age, like you're you you aren't. But I've noticed, like even with my brother, I have a brother who's 17. Yes, same parents. Um, that that interaction of where you used to meet up with them goes away and it's like through discord now or through whatever fucking game you're playing on steam it's kind of strange so and then so when they meet in real life it's like they don't even know what the fuck to do oh yeah oh my god okay so like there are some there are some like meetups and like there's some conventions uh this last convention i went to pack south great because every creator i met there was like you know me we all had like a life we all went outside we all like chilled but there are some place i go to where i meet like even even like YouTubers, even like people who are in the in the I guess influencer sphere as much as I fucking hate that word. Yeah. Or just in gaming centers, right? Exactly. Like I'll go to these places and it's like you try to strike a conversation and you just don't know how to play it off. Like they don't know what to do. They don't know how to bounce off. So it's like I'm fucking talking to a brick wall. Like, dude, what happened? 
<laughs> but then when when you're online, when you're on Discord, oh, they're just the most talkative, extroverted fucking bunch you could find. And it's like, what changes? Like, what what happens? Like, why is it that you can only do it in front of a computer, but when you get into the IRL space, like, it's just, you know, it's not happening, right? Like, I, I don't know. What's interesting is, is that now there's a generation of adults that are like it's funny the guy art from some ordinary uh, not some ordinary gamers like gamer from mars <laughs> um he was telling me that you know because of youtube like he he's actually a down-to-earth dude he's a he's an exception oh, yeah, to, talk to him yeah yeah he's he's cool yeah. as hell um but he was a he's never had to have because of his channel being successful an ordinary job but right. he he still came out okay. A lot of these people, though, like if you, like one of the blessings that I had at my age is that you know you, I had to work a normal job and interact with people. And mm-hmm. these guys sometimes they blow up on YouTube and just they're just in a. And I know you have a job too. Yeah. They, they just they're in a fucking bubble and they have no idea what's outside of that bubble. You know, and that's and so weird to, to think right of. Friends or anything, and that's that's sort of they don't know how to make the right friends. A eh? and then like the biggest problem with that too is like when I'm on here and like you got to collaborate with some people, it's hard to find somebody to collaborate with properly. Right. Because now not only is it a bubble, but it's also like, man, who can I latch on to to help me get higher in my, or make the bubble bigger. Right. So it's just like, it made it in like this really fucking doggy dock world. And it's kind of why I stay. Me too. You know, most of the guys that I'll fuck with are people that are, you know, smaller YouTubers or anything like that, or just close friends. I guess that's the best way to put it, like close actual friends, right? Like people that I can have a beer with and, you know, have a good time with. And, you know, there's no like, there's no like, I guess I would say like businessy relationship or it goes beyond that into a proper like personal relationship first. And that's just where I kind of stand on that. You know, like I talk to level-headed people and it's kind of hard to get that on this platform or just in this like, in this world we live in now, dude, especially when everyone's so fucking isolated and split up and shit. Well, because everyone's looking to step on someone. That's part of the reason why I haven't collab with a lot of people too, because everyone's right. looking. It's either if it, first off, if it doesn't benefit them, they want nothing to do with it, you know? And I understand, yeah. look, man, I, I've gotten opportunities before I understand it, but it's like, Oh, you know, I have 4 million subscribers. You have 800,000. I'm not fucking with you. You know what I mean? And it's like, seriously? Like, like, I don't, and the thing is, I'm thinking, you know, like, I I think to myself too, like, it's not even going to really benefit me to a degree. Like, it would just be cool to collaborate with somebody who'd be a different kind of content. Like, okay, I'll gain like 2,000 subscribers and like three of them will actually stick around to watch the videos. Like yeah, you know you know how it is. You've, I'm sure you've gotten huge yeah, shout-outs exactly. before, and in the math, yeah. in the math isn't that big. Of like, oh wow, X Y Z with 10 million subscribers shouted me out. Oh, I got 300 subscribers from it. Yes, yeah, and it's like it's really up to you to keep them engaged and whatnot. Anyways, like I don't think people understand that really. It's like you know, for you to be on this platform, you have to have a modicum of entertainment. You have to be like you know. You have to be somebody that provides a product that people are obviously chewing up and eating and, you know, taking it to the bank. If you're not doing that, it doesn't matter how many shout outs you get. It's all just going to come to your channel and just dissipate within a fucking, you know, <laughs> yeah, week you, or two anyways. You know how it is. I mean, mm-hmm. your videos do better than mine, but like, you know, you, you, you get a, I would say it averages like 10% of how many people that are subscribed to you are going to watch, you yeah. know? 
that's about it. Like that's just how it goes. Maybe ten, sometimes you hit a bigger video, it goes to a million or whatever. Same, with, but that's usually how yeah. it. Even like bigger YouTubers like PewDiePie, it's the same thing. Like okay, he has a hundred million subscribers, but he gets a few million vids of video. I mean, a few million views. I would fucking wish, but you get my point. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like everyone has like that because the thing with the subscriber number is like we're also fucking inflated. And it's yeah. like, if we looked at our actual sub number, because sometimes, like, you know when YouTube does those, like, sub purges, mm-hmm. and everyone freaks out because of it? I'm like, why? Like, you get an actual view. Like, you get a closer view of where you actually are at. You know what I mean? Like, I get that there's people who use a sub number to, like, get their brand deals and whatnot and shit, but it's like, don't you want your number to be a little bit more gen- like, you Realistic. Know, genuinely? Yeah, right? Like, fuck. I mean, just because, like, like it goes with, like, uh, just Boogie lately, right? Like, I always... Look, I like the guy. I, res- I, I, Me I too. respect Me everything, too. but my biggest problem lately was like, dude, need, needs a fucking reality check and everything, right? Like, hey, that that's the biggest important factor. I don't even want to get into the weight loss nonsense because that's that's a whole fucking rabbit hole in itself. And it, it, it always angers me about the whole weight loss thing. Fuck it. I will get into it. Yeah, get it. I was about to say, get into it. That's what it, you're here for. <laughs> you know, I want to pisses, talk about it too. It pisses me off about the weight loss thing a lot. Okay. So I was a heavier guy like about a year, a uh, year and a half ago, right? Like sedentary lifestyle. You get up, you get up, you balloon up a little bit. It happens, right? Oh yeah, I know. So after a while, I'm like, fuck it, right? Like exactly. Same with you. Like you were a heavier guy. Now you're fucking slimmed down. So it's like you realize, okay, look. You have to get up. You have to make changes. Otherwise, it, it ain't going to work, you know, past 10, 20 years. So you got to get up. You got to you got to eat right. You got to move right. You got to you got to do everything that you can to change. And the biggest problem that I had with him and everything is like he always has to tell everyone I'm changing. I'm doing this. I'm doing this every month. But you never followed up on it. The best thing to do is shut the fuck up, do it, and then let your results show for themselves. You know, like a year down the road. You know, people stop calling you fat and they're like, oh, wow, holy shit, you slimmed down a lot. You did this. And and the reality is it's like you keep telling people for these fucking Facebook likes, these Twitter likes, these YouTube likes. And it's like it's not helping you at the end of the day. You're just getting like your Internet Band-Aid put on you. You got to stop and you got to realize, look, fuck it. Don't talk more action. That, that's that's just where I get into with this whole weight loss nonsense, you know, that and, and that's the ahead. thing that. Yeah, that's it. What drove like okay, look, you didn't lose as much weight as you wanted to, you gained some back, that's fine. But don't make it like a part of the people are tired of like I learned that too from the mistake I made a video a few years ago saying being fat is not okay and I still 110 agree with that video I never took it down or anything but Mm -hmm. I wasn't ready to lose the weight yet the fact that he makes it so public is what drives people's nuts it's not even that he's not losing as much weight as he should have but if he just shut up about it and just made content and didn't focus on it people would be like all right but because he's constantly like oh man I didn't lose as much as I wanted to or I had to cheat and he's constantly public about it is what annoys the shit out of people oh oh absolutely the, the thing is it's like you know you go to the gym you see like a heavier guy right you know the thing is in their mind they're like wow these people are all judging me the first thing you're going to look at in a gym is like wow that dude's actually making a conscious decision in his life congratulations good for you dude good we'll help you out as much as you can with him it's like fucking he's not even in the mindset to do it like He's talking about losing weight, right? Like, I swear to God, like, a, three videos ago, he was, like, some Wendy's mukbang or some shit. Like, like, what the fuck is this? What are we doing with a thousand, like, hamburgers? You're not even supposed to go near one right now, okay? Like, relax. 
All right, you're right. Already, you know, just start, I don't know, make a conscious decision. It's like you don't want to lose the weight. You don't care about it. You don't have that, like, mental fortitude to go and go through it. So why keep talking about it? You know, it's just, you're just giving your trolls more ammunition. Like, every time you talk about losing weight, trust me, if there's one thing about internet trolling is that these guys are like, the fucking Interpol of the internet, you know, like they, they are going to They're going to be on top of it all. The, dude, DSP right now. Okay. Like DSP is one of my like fucking like side when I'm editing. All right. There's another monitor that I have. Like, it's like a fucking CNN stock. Like, like, you know, like it's like a news channel, you know, of like stupidity. Like I've got like, as I'm editing to the right, I'm like, Oh wow. That, that was a, that was a massive fuck up on that end. Right. Like I, I'll be real. I like watching a good train wreck every once in a while. So I'm watching this. And the funny thing is, it's like every time he makes a statement, like right now he's in like, what, half a million dollars in like debt or some shit? Close to it, which, if not more, yeah. Yeah. So this is like public information. Like when you go chapter 13, like bankruptcy in the States, it all goes public. So you've got all these like Interpol agents sitting in a fucking forum, reading through every single page of your bankruptcy, exposing it out there. Guys, saying things, lying on the internet, it ain't going to get you fucking far. These people are going to call you out for years on end. Even if you get your shit together and you're like a different person 10 years later, there's always going to be these guys who keep calling you out. So giving them more ammunition, it just ain't good for you in the long term. And I just don't get why there are these YouTubers on the platform who are here longer than you and I and are still consistently fucking up that very basic rule to this day. You know, They can't help it. It, it I mean, and the thing that w- it's funny with DSP, I went through a whole mini drama with him recently because everyone kept asking over and over again in every fucking live stream that I did get DSP on. Okay, so I tried him a couple times on Twitter. Did you and- have to pay him? I didn't get it. <laughs> oh, I no. It. I tried him a couple times on Twitter, and I'm thinking, all right, maybe he just didn't see my tweet or whatever. So someone during one of my live streams says, oh, wow, DSP streaming right now. I'm like, all right, let's go check him out. I said, I'm not going to troll him, but let's go see if. So I actually gave him bits and asked if he would be on the podcast. And He's like, no, I'm not going to be on your podcast. And then he went into like a rant later what? on saying that, oh, he could have gotten me at my my phone number and my email. I'm like, dude, I don't know your fucking phone number. He has like a hotmail, too. Like, it's still 2005. <laughs> yeah. The funny thing is you call him on his number and he's like, wow, it's so fucking weird. How did he get my number, my personal number? Like, he would have that narrative like, on the street. Could it's you? Like, there's no winning. Could you imagine if I'm like, hey, Phil, how are you? Like, out of nowhere, like, that would have went smoothly. So I tried him on there to think, all right, maybe he just didn't see my tweets. Or even if he did ignore me, I could at least get in. Like, no, he could, all he had to say, I gave the guy a little bit of fucking money. He could say, all right, no, no, thank you. But it sold this big conspiracy about how uh, um, drama and all these different things. And I'm just like, all right. But that's the thing. Like, he doesn't realize that's the shit that just keeps on making the rabbit hole go six miles further. And if he just shut the fuck up about his personal life no one would have he he is his own worst enemy but the thing is let's be real if he shut the fuck up about his personal life then where would the content be that's well, the thing he's you well now he's painted you're right now because he's painted himself into such a corner that mm-hmm. him and wings are kind of in the they have to keep themselves as low cows because that's the only reason people keep ah, talking God, about that we would we wouldn't be talking about him right now if that if, we, if they were just normal Bro, if, the, if he was just playing his video games, I'd be like, man, this has gotten boring. Fuck. <laughs> but I mean, shit. Because the thing is, it's like, man, it, at least Wings, I guess, is somewhat decent at the games he plays, right? Even though, like, man, the amount of... I, I only watched it for the rage at this point. I followed Wings, like, 
<laughs> when I was in the younger COD community, you know what I mean? Yeah. Let, let me just tell the audience this, okay? Like, Wings of Redemption, I only ever followed because, like, you got to understand, like, when, when I was, a, when, when YouTube began, this is the primordial goo of the internet, you know? Like, we didn't yeah. fucking have any choices. Like, you either watch Wings, you either watch DSP, or you fucked off and watched cat videos. That's it. Or sometimes you'd find the rare gem somewhere on the internet that nobody found. That was it. A viral video back in the day had to be like, what, 10, 20,000 views? Nowadays, 10, 20,000 views is fucking like, you know, baby mode on YouTube. But like, that's kind of the, the YouTube that we had back, back, back in that day. So like, Wings of Redemption, I guess at some point was somewhat decent at the games he played, had his audience. DSP, though, I mean, you're talking about the guy that, I don't think he was ever fucking good at any game. I don't think he was ever decent. Like, I watched DSP gaming videos when I was, like, younger out of accident, you know? Like, you know, I was like, man, I really want to see this new Call of Duty. Who the fuck would have the new Call of Duty? Day fucking one. Minute one of its release. DSP putting his camcorder on, filming the TV, uploading that fucking SD card raw footage to the internet. (laughs) Him and Wings were, like, the prison food of the internet like you only yeah. ate it because it was the only choice that you had <laughs> like, no exactly right like i mean the funny thing is i hear like dsp right and this is the all the thing that always got to me it's like i'm not i'm not a, i'm not a you know youtuber like these guys i don't sit down and make edited content first of all you don't have to be like a fucking hollywood like class editor to make a let's play okay you just have to like look at your waveform and say wow i really shut the fuck up between minute six and minute 17. Maybe yep. I should just chop that section out entirely because I'm not fucking engaged in it, so you're not going to be fucking engaged in it either. That doesn't take, you know, a high-class editor to do the highlight reel editing. This whole notion of, like, ah, oh, this is my raw Let's Play. I'm like, what do you mean by raw? Like, raw is in, like, do I want to see all the loading screens and deaths and tutorial? Like, what? Like, I just, I just don't get the, the, the notion. It was like an excuse to not give a fuck about your channel. And it... Yeah. it yeah, yeah I don't, down with wings. Yeah, yeah, I don't get what the DSP's thing used to be. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but DSP's no, 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 thing used to be that I do the raw, unedited. That when he was on YouTube, he still is on YouTube, but it's not like it makes him probably like a dollar. It's an archive. <laughs> yeah. It's an archive, guys. And he he that was his thing. Like I'm a real that that was like he thought was his gimmick, but like everyone's like, no, your your videos are just boring because it's literally you just talking in front. And it took him forever too to stop the camera thing. People were telling him, get a capture card. It's like 2013. It's time <laughs> to stop with the fucking yeah. Canon Canon like bargain bin camera that you got from best buy in 2009 did you did you see his like capture like video like his whole like setup video this 20 minute video shit no chris i probably couldn't sit through it It was too painful why what it was was, it was amazing so i think he had like nino cooney running on his ps3 he's like okay guys this is the recording setup i have the sony high def camera pointing on my screen I got to make sure the blinds are closed. I got to make sure my neighbors don't <laughs> scream. I, with all these stars combined, then I can film the video and record it. And sometimes, and this is the hard part, I got to get up and switch the SD card. I mean, think about that for a second. <laughs> I was just like, are we, are we really in 2013 getting a fucking play-by-play? Because I'll be real. When I first watched his like, like later videos, like the Metal Gear one that like really popped off, there was a minute where, dude, I sat down there. I was like, is this is this camcorder footage? Like, he probably has the best camcorder footage of any camcorder YouTuber on this platform ever. 
Yeah, it got okay, it got okay for a while. It yeah. did get okay for a while, but it, people were telling him like, "Dude, it's 2013 now. Let's go." I remember there was a there's a video of him where he was still doing that format, and like, I guess he was too loud in his condo complex, and the person next door was screaming at him, telling him <laughs> oh, lower yeah. shit. Yeah, and then he shut the fuck up very promptly. I remember that too. Fuck me. Because you know DS, DSP's, not that my humor is high class, but DSP's humor is saying something like rock hard dick really loud and it's, it's so everyone can hear it within like a five mile radius. <laughs> like, man, who am I living next to? <laughs> it's and it's just amazing. Like, And the thing, the thing that bothers it goes back to Boogie, though. Like, I think Boogie does actually have talent, though. Oh, yeah. DSP oh, and Wings, I don't like... They're whatever. They're just low cows at this point. DSP just rode a wave at the right time because he was like the only op- option for Let's Plays. Like I said about yeah. Boogie, I think Boogie's actually a talented dude. If he just focused on his fucking content, he could make a comeback. Period. Yeah. I mean, the thing with Boogie is like, I feel like to an extent, he was one of those guys that also had like kind of a team. Team being like him and his ex-wife, Wife. I guess, now at the time, right? Like, they, they were a team that took it seriously. They made, like, you know, proper videos. I think his delivery is decent, you know? I think when he has, like, somebody properly writing for him, right? Because it's like, it's like this, you know? There's a lot of people who can write really good, but they can't deliver a video. That's why you have some of those channels where, like, you have a really great host, but obviously the host isn't working on it. It's like, you know, the people writing it for him and then sending it, and that's why the channel works, because you have people who are really successful there. I think boogie can deliver really funny content it's just a matter of like instead of focusing on the drama if he gets somebody to like write his skits or write his gaming stuff i think he can definitely come back and and be a household name again you know like the thing that always needs to happen with him is he needs to stop like fence sitting too right like he needs to stop fucking trying to appease both sides because you won't like you're not you're never gonna win okay you're never gonna appease any side you just have to get your you have to get what you really want off your chest and then call it a fucking day. That It is what it is, all right? Like, I'm sorry. You can't fence it. You're right. You can't be like... I mean, you can fence it to an extent where if you get as big as, like, say, uh, you know, Phil- Philip DeFranco, bro, you can fence it all you fucking want. It doesn't matter. Everyone's always going to be on your side no matter what. Well, what's interesting about yet. him is that he... Philip DeFranco, well, I don't think he fenced it as much as he used to because I think he realized he was getting yeah. complaints about it. But he also has an... In- not that I watch him all the time, but he also has an entertaining way of delivering the fence sitting. Whereas Boogie, it just kind of seemed like he was nervous and afraid. Phil doesn't come across like that. And that's why I think that people go after Boogie because people, you know, it is, man, people prey on weakness. And if they see that someone's trying Mm -hmm. to like be in the middle because they're afraid to piss anyone off, they're going to attack it. Dude, the thing with Boogie that kind of just gets me hard too is like, listen, I know Boogie wholeheartedly from like, look, he's he's on the internet as long as we all have been, all right? And like, as far as image board culture goes, like 4chan and all that shit, he's been on there longer than I have. Dude, I know the kinds of people. I know the humor that those people usually have. You can't be Mr. Rogers of the internet. At some point, you got to give up. You gotta be yourself, and trust me, I know I know what a person is like when they've been on an image board like that. Just let your true self come out. Trust me, the natural self is much more accepted than this fucking Mister Rogers attitude in the internet. Because I'll be real, I hate I hate fake attitudes on the internet. Anyways, like I can't handle somebody who's obviously different off camera and then on camera. No, me like, I get either. it to an extent. Exactly. Like you, you talk to somebody and they're like a totally different individual on and off camera. And it's like, man, I just, I, I don't even know if I'm talking to a real fucking person right now, like I'm completely fucking disillusioned. So I just can't really, I can't really screw with somebody. Uh, 
that does that. And it's like, if he just became more real and like who he really was, because I don't believe that he's the Mr. Rogers guy that he. No, not no one is. Not not, no, not even. Look, I'll tell you guys right now. Okay. Like behind the scenes. Okay. I make a lot of fucked up jokes. I do a lot of like, you know, we're, we're human beings. I'll just put it like that. Okay. Nobody is the nice guy that you see them on the internet as. All right. Like simple as that. You know, am I morally right? Yes. Are my, are my like fucking, do I censor myself on the internet? Absolutely. To an extent you have to, if you, if you want to have like some, if you want to survive on the platform, to be honest with you, but especially, even nowadays. With that said, yeah, especially nowadays, but even with that said, right? Like you still have to be real to an extent. You still have to let yourself come out. Okay. Maybe not all of it. But I'd say if you're giving 80, 85% of yourself out there, then you're doing the right thing. I guess if that's the best way to put it. And on the flip side of that, I think things that Boogie should have kept quiet about is his. he should have never talked about his divorce. I mean, I understand his wife was a part of his videos. But still, like, that's something you put in a box and don't, like, if people say, oh, she's just been busy doing other stuff, like, just don't let anybody know, like, because that's the stuff they feed off of, man, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly what you're saying, like, things like divorces, things that are that personal behind the scenes, you shouldn't ever really need to cover, and it's like... Bookie's not like Jeff fucking Bezos. We're like, I'm sorry. He's like the richest dude on the fucking planet. It doesn't matter how hard you hide your divorce. It's still going to fucking show up in the news. You had the ability to keep that on the down low. And it would have just been a classier situation at all too, right? Like, well, I'll be real. I've broken up with girlfriends off camera. Do I fucking mention it? No. Do I make a big deal out of it? No, it is what it is. But that's because those are entirely personal situations. And for the benefit of every party involved, you'd rather keep it, you know, within within those within the confines of that relationship versus letting it go outside and letting everyone peek into your personal lives and and all that shit right especially out of respect for the people you're involved with because it's like i don't a his wife doesn't fucking like the attention let's be real no one likes. no of course not why drag her more into it and that's just the thing that fucking like gets me all the time every like there are some streams that i saw where he starts calling his wife up on stream and i'm like don't don't fucking do that. Oh, Why no, really? I've never it? seen that. Really? Oh, there, yeah. So this was around the time when, like, Death Stranding released. Really, so, like, I'm playing this game, you know, just fucking play, playing it. And I have, like, this filler on the side. And, like, this autoplay video comes up where he calls up his fucking wife. And he starts talking about, like, like you know, just, just shooting the shit, you know, like, just being cute or whatever. And I'm, like, visibly on the, like, like on the phone, she doesn't want to fucking talk to him. She's like, you know, when you pick up the phone and somebody's like, like they don't want to fucking talk to you. (laughs) Get the fucking hint. Back off. Close the phone. (laughs) Why are you streaming it even? That's but that's even like, fine. You want to call her because you're having issues or whatever, but don't put it on the Internet, though. Like, exactly. And it's I think the whole context was like everyone like got him to call her like on the stream. Like, why is that even needing to happen? No. Ignore that shit. But it's like it's like you said earlier, right? Like some people they kind of feed off that and I think this is what he feeds off, so it's like in his mind it gives him like validation or whatever. Fuck, I'm not a psychologist, but yeah, it gives him the validation and whatever. I, and then some people I I think it's because they're so stressed out they think they'll get some relief by like I look at Doctor Disrespect yeah. where he went on and, and, and announced that he cheated on his wife. I'm like, Oh no, what are you doing? Why would you that, do that? Dude, that was, uh, I feel like, dude, when that happened, I was like, man, <laughs> he's really the two-time champion now, all jokes aside. But <laughs> <Yeah. when> I, 
<laughs> when I when I saw him do that, I like I was just in my mind, I was like, you know, there's got to be some blackmail going on behind the scenes. He definitely wanted to get on top of it, but at the same time, I was like, eh, he announced it. It is, it is what it is. I wasn't really that busted up by it. Like, I, I don't know what it is. Like, I don't really like lose my respect for like an internet personality. Me if they, like, either. Cheat. Yeah, right. Like, if you cheat on your wife or husband, yeah, it's really shitty to do. I've been cheated on. It fucking sucks ass. But it's like. Your doctor disrespect. I watched you because you shat on people in PUBG. So, I mean, if you shat on your marriage and your personal life, I guess it just makes you more of a real content creator than I would have expected. Fuck. And, so and, really, and yeah. he bounced back from it. But the only thing is you could say is he's definitely had some devout trolling because of it, though, which like oh, he, had, he sure. had his fucking house shot at. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fuck, dude. That guy, yeah, I, I remember that exactly, too. He, like, it was li- literally live on the stream, and what, he had, like, three or four, like, shots to his house? You could, like, hear it on the fucking... Ugh. Yeah, and I'm, I, you're right, though. I mentioned that before in one of my videos. I wonder if he got blackmailed and he wanted to beat whoever he cheated with to the punch. Because I know that happened to uh, Kevin Hart, too. That's why he came out, because yeah. he was getting blackmailed. Like, yeah, you, you... I don't know what the hell he did, but he was, she was trying to get money out of him. He's like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, right. I mean, in some ways, I don't consider what he did to be bad. Like, first of all, all he made was one video, like where he sat in front, got out of character, gave us this reality, and then he fucked off. He fucked off, got his shit together, came back. Yeah, you're going to get trolling. Dude, you're going to get trolling 10 years from now. It's, it's going to happen. Yeah. Like, it is what it is. <laughs> but I, I think that the difference is, is that he can look at that and he's like, ah, fuck it. It's just one person out of like several thousands of people watching right now on the stream. And he'll fuck with it. He doesn't, like, need it. He doesn't need to, like, feed into it to thrive off himself. He's like, fuck it. I'm fine. Cool. I'll play PUBG. I'll make more than the average fucking Joe in, in a goddamn day than they would a month. And I'll call it a day. Fuck. He's also an example of what to do when you fuck up. You just move on and just, like, shut up about it. Right. You know, I should have learned that long ago. And, and that's you're right, too, is that the, the thing is that you're always going to be no matter what mistake you make, even 10 years, I still get the big cheese $200 thing from 2014. Yeah. You know, like it is what it is. And you just don't I don't give I don't respond to it. I don't give a shit. I actually think the jokes now are actually funny, to be honest with you, because it's so old now. Like there's nothing. Exactly. To it, right. Like, I mean, is uh, some like both parties are OK. Like Everyone's just fine now. Anybody that has an issue or the people that like are just trying to make it an issue. So fuck them at this point. Right. Like. Who gives a shit? Make the jokes. Call it a day. So what is your take on the whole coronavirus thing? Oh, man. COVID-19. Fuck, mm-hmm. dude. It's uh, so before I came here, I told you I had to go get some shit. Right. So I was mm-hmm. at the I was at the grocery store. Oh, uh, no. well, and I was I just needed to literally pick up some fucking like uh, some beers because some of my buddies are coming over. I picked up Corona beers. So I was like, fuck it. It's the occasion. Why not? <laughs> so I'm at the store, dude. They have, uh, you can't buy toilet paper anymore. Let me tell you, they have it like limited to two per person. Hand sanitizer apparently doesn't fucking exist in the goddamn province anymore. So fuck it at this point. And, uh, everyone's like mass purchasing. Like it, everyone is pretty much believed this is the end of the world and it's the apocalypse. Now, I'll be real about this. Coronavirus, COVID-19, right? Like, my dad's a doctor. He knows a lot about this kind of shit. Um, as far as he's told me, yeah, it's it's pretty intense. You know what I mean? Like, you don't, you definitely don't want to get it. But the thing is, is that it's, it, it's really blown up in proportion to, like, like th- the reality of it is, is that everyone thinks that they're going to get it and they're going to die like a... Yeah. 
five percent of the people that are going to get it are going to are going to pretend that like for most people they're going to get it. They're going to be like, "Wow, I have the flu or I have like the cold or some shit." Right? Depends on their immune system. The real people in danger are like a if people that are really young or really old that have really fucked up immune that are like you know deteriorated immune systems or they're not developed enough or people that are by like uh like my ex girlfriend she has like a autoimmune condition so she can't. Like if she she gets sick she gets fucking sick so if she gets it I mean that's a good chance she's out the door so people like that are screwed but at the same time I think those people were already screwed if they got the regular flu or they got another yeah. illness like pneumonia you know it's like COVID nineteen yeah it's freaky yeah it's scary yeah it's a pandemic because we were a little too late on lockdowning like you know initiating lockdown in a lot of these countries but. To think that it's the end of the world, the end times, like, guys, we're, we're about, like, this is the final days. It's hyperbolic, you know? And to the point, at least from my work perspective, right, like, I had to recently upgrade all the systems in my office just because, like, COVID-19 fucked up the tech supply chains in the world, right? Like, everyone's got fucked up supply chains. We're expected in the next couple months that we're not going to be able to get our parts, you know, for upgrading our systems and shit. Right now is the time to buy because COVID-19, the factories in China factories out in Asia can't fucking produce anything because the, the, the outbreak, the pandemic has basically shut down production and it's going to trickle down after the next few months. And it's not the end of the world, but man, it's going to have an economic problem going on into the, and into the coming months, especially towards the end of 2020. That's for sure. I mean, it's weird because the fact that COVID-19 is relatively mild for about, I mean, there has been a 91% of the people who've got it have recovered or whatever. Mm-hmm. I have the stats right in front of me right here. Um, that's what I think is make it, makes it more of a problem. Whereas SARS and MERS were way more deadly. It didn't allow it to spread as much. Whereas this is like you or you or I may get it. And we just may think we have a, a nasty cold right. and we may still go out and go to the store or still. Well, now we wouldn't. But if we didn't know that this was around, we'd be like, oh, man, I have a fucking cold. Who cares? Right. You know, so we're so there's a bunch of people who just think they have the sniffles and they're spreading it to a thousand different people and have no idea. Dude, the uh, apparently the week or two ago from now, the Toronto Transit Company. So we have our subway down in the city. That apparently had like a coronavirus, like a couple coronavirus carriers that just sneezed and like traveled all across the TTC. So effectively, you're you're looking at like millions of Torontonians who are fucked. You know, if they if they attend because the subway's popular, like everyone uses it, and, and now you got a couple of carriers. Yeah, close corridors. Yeah, serious corridors. Yeah, it's. I mean, the thing is with like with with COVID nineteen and the spread of it is that it happened at the worst time. You're talking about like the spread happened during Lunar New Year for China, right? So like look, there's a lot of Chinese people all over the fucking world and they all go back to family and come back and forth. And the thing is, it helps the spread. And then not only does COVID nineteen do it, but you also got these community infections, right? Where it's like you've got neighbor countries in like India or or, or even Iran or like Italy where like these people have never come in contact with COVID nineteen carriers, but now they're starting to get COVID nineteen. So it's like, what the fuck is going on? Like, why is it, why, why is it getting to this stage? You know, you already had like, what, over a thousand deaths in Italy. Yeah, it's fucked up. You know, it's really fucked up. I want to get into the numbers of that where like how many of those people were elderly or, you know, like did it break into a fucking senior citizen home and like fuck up everyone over there? Like that's devastating shit. But overnight it's completely demolished like fucking infrastructure in Italy, Iran, uh, even South Korea. Fuck, I, the Japanese are even talking about, like, what, canceling the Olympics at this point, which is a devastating loss for that country. And 
you guys got to understand working in the TV media industry for people like me, you know, if you get on, if you get a job onto the Olympics, that's a big fucking deal. Oh, now I'm looking at, yeah, now I'm looking at the fact that, uh, A, <laughs> I couldn't travel to my job if I wanted and B, <laughs> do I even want to go to my fucking job because of COVID-19 issues in Japan that have just sparked up despite there only being like 20 cases. But again, those are 20 cases that the country has confirmed. You don't know how many cases are still in the ca- in, in, to be confirmed, or like you said, it's people who have the sniffles and they're just not even reporting in. So it's probably more like 200 cases, but only 20 of them have been reported. You know? Yeah, and that's that's the thing is that they think that there's way more many way more people in every country that's been infected that have it because most people have mild symptoms. They may just think they have a kick ass cold or whatever, and they just it goes away. But they were carriers ca- carrying on to so many people that they're saying the numbers are probably way more inflated than we even realize. But on the flip side of that, that's there's a good thing that the mortality rate is probably even lower than they're stating right now because there's so many people probably have the damn disease, don't even realize it, and they're just recovering. Dude, that's what the media is focusing on hardcore. That's what fuels this pandemic shit because everyone's like, oh, the mortality rate's like 3%. Like, you got a couple people who are like, because they, they're like, oh, wow, 5,000 people fucking died from COVID-19. How dare you say it's a small thing? I'm like, look, I'm not saying it's a small thing that 5,000 people die. Trust me, my, my dude, my heart goes out to them. But you're talking about a global pandemic. In the global scheme of things, given how high our population is and how many people are actually infected, are actually carrying this, it's not as deadly as things like tuberculosis or the flu. Like when I'm in my COVID-19 video, I was like, listen, guys, there tuberculosis, right? Like a million plus people have died from it this year. And that's a treatable, that's a curable condition. The problem with it is you've got shitty medical, like where people are dying. Like I had family back home. We're like, look at these farmers in India who are just like getting COVID-19 or something. Hey, I don't know if they have COVID-19, probably some fake news video, but on the off chance they have it, they're in a disadvantaged position because they're living in like the remote parts of India. They like compare their issue to somebody from like Mumbai, where they have a proper medical infrastructure to deal with quarantining individuals who have this and then giving them the proper medical care. You're comparing apples to oranges in some cases, right? Where like, you know, you go to like Wuhan, China, and there's like people who are dying, not because the Chinese are ineffective at handling COVID-19. It's because you're looking at people who are living in like impoverished parts of China. Dude, it could happen in impoverished parts of the United States, too. You could go to the middle of bumfuck nowhere, Alabama, and somebody could have COVID-19, be really fucking old and die from it. Is, the, is that a problem with the United States? No, it's 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 some people who are dying because they're in a disadvantaged position. Now, there are rare, there are those special cases, of course, right? Like, where it does aggravate in its symptoms and it does cause what, like kidney failure and things for some people. But you have to look at case by case. The general population that's getting it, you're right, it's the sniffles, it's the flu, it's it's pneumonia-like symptoms. People are recovering. And the scariest thing is when they recover, they end up carrying this everywhere they go. So. Yeah, that's the yeah, that's spread. the other scary part too. Is that you, you end up there because there's a lot of people, even older, like uh, from the, the there were interview. I think someone from the Diamond Princess cruise ship, and he was an older. He's like, you know, honestly, it was just kind of like just having a cold. He's like, I'd even have this. I'd even have a runny nose. But you know, if he did, he wasn't yeah. tested to know that he had COVID nineteen. He could have been walking all over the place, spreading around to thousands of people, and had no idea. You also have people who have COVID nineteen where we live. So you're in New York, right? Yeah, I'm in New York. <laughs> so seasons just change for us. And we all get like seasonal flus and shit. Like, or like seasonal, like, you know, sickness. And people think that's COVID-19 now. Because they're like, oh, I have a runny nose. Oh, I have this and that. And it's like, guys, relax for a second. You're going in and wait. Like, every, like 
it's just it's happened it's blown up nobody really knows how to deal with it and it's like with that you're getting panic setting in and panic's just leading to more panic which is just leading to the most dumbest decisions out there you know well i I just did a video i'm actually putting up later where you have like preachers now who are telling people to put their hands up to the tv to tell them that they're healed from covid19 no (laughs) fucking way no fucking way yeah there was a guy. There was another. Pre- there was another preacher uh, I, I, who was actually selling uh, some kind of silver medication. They say we don't know if it works on COVID nineteen, but it has worked on SARS and HIV and other medications. So you should buy it for eighty. You're getting that Wait, shit going on now too. I think I, I think I know exactly what you're talking about. There was this uh, one thing that I saw floating around. It's like miracle water that you kind of drink, but it turns out that it's like fucking bleach. And you could actually die from it. <laughs> you know People what I mean? were gargling. They were saying, asking if they should gargle fucking bleach to get rid of COVID nineteen. <laughs> gargle fucking. Could you imagine? That's going to kill you. Inst- your your whole your whole esophagus is just going to burn up, and you're going to like. Who would think that putting? <laughs> but that's the thing I that just, scares yeah. me is how many fucking stupid people are out there that would actually think that that's a good idea. That's the part that's scary. There are some dumb motherfuckers. (laughs) Drink bleach? Oh, my God. Like, I could see something semi-logical because it's a a coronavirus, which stands for crown. It's in the same family as colds and other... Like, I could see maybe taking zinc, you would think, maybe off... You know, because it kind of makes sense. I just got a little bit of acid reflux, and that shit fucking hurts. Imagine, just take some bleach in you. What the fuck? There was a guy who, I don't know what the hell was, like, he just, I I guess he wanted to end it all, but he ended up surviving, and he drank uh, Drano, and literally his whole esophagus just, like, went away. He actually survived, though, and they took a piece, I believe, of his intestine and connected it to the part of his esophagus, and he has to push the food down as he eats it. It's like... People are fucked, man. People are. Dude, what the fuck? Yeah. He drank Drano just because I guess he wanted to, you know, he just had a wild reason to try. Like I said, maybe he was trying to kill himself, but he survived. And now he has to push his food down. Like it's like he's pushing it down like a like it's like it's like a fucking toothpaste. Yeah. Like like he's squeezing out the last thing of toothpaste. He and he's alive. Wow. And these people are dumb enough to follow suit with that shit. Jesus Christ. But that's the thing that's scary, though, is that when you put out this, I remember Alex Jones when the swine flu, which actually, even though it was mild, but because so many people got it, got it there was a lot of deaths. Um, he was flipping out and going crazy and saying it was a government conspiracy. I remember yeah, like Alex Jones will. Yeah. You know, I, I, I haven't watched what the hell he said on this. I'm sure he's probably trying to make bank on this, too. Oh, Alex Jones, for sure. He's definitely probably calling this out as the lizard reptiles who are trying to take over and kill our population or some shit. What was your take on him getting booted from the platform? So I didn't like it. You know, like for me, getting booted off the platform, really fucking dumb. Okay. Like there's only one person that I ever tolerated getting booting off this platform and that's J station. Okay. For Mm -hmm. obvious reasons. But uh, (laughs) with, with Alex Jones, it's like, I don't, I think what he said was harmful to like everyone, like, you know, especially like people who don't have like a brain to think for themselves. You know what I mean? Like some people are like, Oh wow, I guess the frogs really are turning gash, going to my forest and see what's going on. <laughs> there's going to be, there's going to be like dumb people who listen to everything Alex Jones says. And it's like, wow, it's Alex fucking Jones. He's right. 
for him to get booted off the platform, I don't think that he was violating any of the rules. You know, like he wasn't violating a TOS or anything, right? Like, unless the TOS includes you shouldn't spread misinformation or like be a general retard, then I guess. But like, he wasn't really doing anything off center. Like, I don't understand any of that. You know, like, yeah, he was talking about government conspiracies, which is fine. You know, like, there's always going to be that person who talks about 9 11 being the inside job or flat mm-hmm. earthers or. Or there's like lizards living in the center of the earth or, you know, we're in a fucking simulation. There's always going to be somebody like that. Alex Jones, to me, wasn't really hurting anybody. In fact, I think towards, I think most of the people that watched him, it was like watching, you know, just, you know, uh, are you that weird uncle at the fucking family reunion going on and on about some weird shit? It's like, okay. Like, you just kind of sit there and you're like, okay, cool. Nice, Alex. Congratulations. Go on. I just don't understand getting him booted off because he wasn't really doing anything wrong by my book. I think that was a shitty mistake. And what companies like Google and YouTube and Twitter and Facebook, what they don't realize is, is it actually fortifies his audience. Like they think, oh, wow, they took off Alex Jones because he's actually telling the truth and they don't want you to hear it. And all it does is make, okay, I'm sure it's dwindled his reach. I'm sure it hurt him business-wise. I know he just got caught with a you know DWI because he's probably, you know, not, yeah, he's, he's drinking he's, it up now. He's drinking it up now because Tim talking about the frogs being gay is not making him the same amount of millions he was making before. But I mean, even like it was funny because I made a video like uh, on Twitter, like yeah, he should have gotten kicked off because he did lay his hands on Marco Rubio. But at the same time, I know Twitter was probably like buckling to the pressure of the other big corporations. So I kind of take that back now. Like yeah, okay, he shouldn't have touched Marco Rubio, but it's not like he went and like shoved him or put his hand on him. He just like patted him on the back. You know, I understand. I understand technically that's considered assault. If you, if if I like lay a finger on somebody, they don't want me to, they could say I assaulted them, but context is key. You saw it on video. Yeah. He was being annoying and Alex Jones. I don't know. I, I just feel like it set a bad precedent where if people don't like the words that you have to say, most people with a brain are going to realize that Alex Jones is a fucking idiot and not listen to him. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, you're always going to have the, the population that believes in the lizards, that believes in the fucking, you know, that believes in the wackiest of conspiracies out there, right? Like, they're, they're always going to be the people that find symbols and everything. You know, most of the general population, I think, is a little smarter than that. They don't like... They're, they're, they don't watch every- say that one more time you broke next to- <laughs> say that one more sorry. time you broke up oh sorry there's not going to the audience there's not like the general population is going to be looking at every like song or movie out in the world and it's like well that symbol right over there shows the yes. freemasons are doing this and like guys it's not gonna people that are, I, I get that human beings are stupid creatures we're not that fucking stupid i like to think well yes there is some people that are that fucking stupid and yeah my point being is that those fucking stupid people are still going to be stupid and still going to look for those conspiracies anyway so what does right. it matter right. what's what's the what, and what's the problem with having conspiracy content on the internet anyway somebody's got to make it for the for the audience that wants it you know somebody's got to make the fucking uh here's here's the here's the banking conspiracy that like everyone's gonna want it and it's like you know, Alex Jones for me was, yeah, he's funny to us. And I don't think that the people he was really reaching were going to like incite mass chaos in the world at all. Like the narrative that they almost painted was that he was going to like incite these individuals to do something crazy. I'm like, dude, the people that are watching Alex Jones aren't going to fucking leave the house to start this rally off anyway. So trust me, you're looking at a moot fucking point to begin with. Well, admittedly, 
him with the whole Sandy Hook conspiracy theory bullshit did set. Yeah. I mean, it's not directly proven, but it did set people off to start. Imagine losing your kid because of a mass shooting and then I, having, yeah, I couldn't tolerate that when he's like when he had to because that's the thing like I can I can tolerate the funny shit but when you get into the Sandy Hook like ah oh, the Columbine like guys all right back for the people that obviously have lost their children in a fucking school shooting like you don't have to fucking get on to you don't have to start milking it there you don't even have to milk it at all yeah that, that shit drove me insane but but my thing about it is in the flip side though is that people are going to believe those conspiracies no matter what oh, if yeah. they want to um is that people are going to believe those conspiracies no matter what so mm-hmm. blocking him on youtube they're still going to look for it if they want to believe that everything is conspiracy if they want to believe that covid19 is man-made if they want to believe that you know hillary clinton is a lizard and she smells like sulfur they're going to fucking believe it no matter what, you know, oh, yeah. I mean, you I get, can't change their mind. And the, those people that are that dedicated with that mindset are still going to go and look for that shit. It's mm-hmm. not going to diminish it as much as all the corporations were hoping. And then you get into that whole thing where then you go down the rabbit hole. What happens if someone has some honest, true information about an actual serious conspiracy that has truth to it and people just want to shut them up and be like, oh, they're just being conspiracy theorists and those people actually have a valid case. That's the stuff that scares me too. Right. So. Well, when it comes to that, like conspiracy content, the blanketing definitely gets me. And what kind of gets me too is like the, like, and this is just with YouTube, right? Like this idea that you have to, you have to block this content in sort of like this, you know, uh, fuck, what is that? What is that thing? That, what is that term they use? Demonetization. Uh, not just demonetization, like fucking, what is, what is the one where it's just like blanket, like wipe? I swear they use like a scorched earth. Exactly. Yeah, scorched earth. Yeah, they have like a scorched earth policy with all that specific content, right? Like conspiracy content in the form that Alex Jones did it is far different than a lot of other conspiracy YouTubers make like a really good conspiracy content. Like I've been watching this Netflix thing, Dirty Money. If you no, have I haven't you seen it. it. No, I so haven't. Th- it's like this great documentary series. It's all about like fucking these like. So ba- there's this one episode I was watching. It, it just focuses on like the financial industry and like the shady aspects of it. So one of the episodes was like HSBC Bank, like fucking took in like millions of dollars by the Sinaloa cartel. Yeah, and, like, cartel I heard guy. Cartel guys got busted. These guys paid a $2 billion fine, which for a mega bank like HSBC, $2 billion, like it might be, it's a lot of money, but it ain't a lot of money to a fucking super bank. Let me tell you, that's a slap on the wrist. So they're able to get away with drug money and like legally keep their fucking jobs and shit. And you've got cartel bosses being arrested and extradited back to to the States. But anyways, it's it's conspiracy content and it's well-made conspiracy content too. That's truthful. I've I've seen that covered in other places with HSBC. Yeah, very truthful. And then you get into YouTubers who do that shit. Like, they cover conspiracy content. They do a really good job at it. You know, like, a couple of the horror YouTubers guy that, uh, that I've collaborated with uh, have made really good internet conspiracy content. The thing is, because of Alex Jones and the scorched earth policy that YouTube likes to enact, everyone gets hit, whether they make properly good content or they don't. You know, it's like, well, everyone here is talking... Like, it's like the coronavirus videos, right? Like, there's a lot of YouTubers out there who want to make videos about COVID-19, like, proper videos about it. YouTube instantly hits them with a demonetization immediately. Like you guys, for those people who like watch YouTube, but don't make content. The moment you type in coronavirus or COVID-19 into your title description or tag, insta demonetization right now, gone. It's, it's over, right? Like that, that's, it's just the nature of this website and how it operates. 
And for me, it's like, I know that there's people who definitely abuse the algorithm and profit off of it in a negative way, but there's like, for I think every one of those people, there's always like nine or 10 other YouTubers that are trying to make proper content and the scorched earth policy helps nothing. It's bullshit. And uh, you, exactly. you just took the words out of my mouth, man. It bought, <laughs> like I did a video on COVID. All I was talking about was the consoles may be delayed due to COVID-19. No conspiracies. Yeah. And anytime I talk about it, I always cite like the CDC. I'm not pulling numbers out of my ass. I'm not trying to sell anything on it. And no. I, I my video got demonetized, and I go. I actually talked to someone at my network. I'm like, oh, it'll get monetized again. There's no way. It's. I'm not saying. All I'm saying is the consoles may be delayed, and they're like, nope. Anyone who, unless they're an authoritative news source, anyone who mentions COVID nineteen, it will be manually denied for monetization. Oh, which is complete complete bullshit too. And it's a video that I'm working on regarding like MatPat uploaded a video about building a better YouTube, which is like this 25 26 minute spiel about like. Oh, well, YouTube's uh, history, like, we've got, like, MCN systems, like, MCN networks fucking over the creator. we got merch companies fucking over the creator. YouTube, like, it's a history of the negatives of, like, being a creator on YouTube. And towards the end, he's like, enterprise-level solution. So it's like, at one point, we're going to get as big as, like, Marvel and all these, like, bigger, like, creators, like Will Smith and shit. I'm like, listen, it's not about being there. You know, it's not about, like you said, authority. you can't talk about coronavirus unless you're like an authoritative group, right? Like, unless you're like, you know, but what is an authoritative group? Is it CNN or is it like another YouTuber on the platform? The problem is people aren't like this. YouTube is not willing to at least understand that more creators here have more power than your average mainstream media for sure, right? Like Markiplier's like video about COVID-19 probably did more of a benefit than some mainstream sources out there when he literally told you to go wash his hands in that video, it's like that probably did more of a fucking effort than half the other shit that you've seen on like, you know, the mainstream media. But for some reason it's bad when it's coming from us, it's not acceptable, but it's acceptable when it's coming from the mainstream side. Like at this point, just fuck the mainstream. All right. Like it's like dying media at this point. It's on its way fucking out. Dude, I work in TV film. You know where the, you know where all the money's went to streaming. Like they've all switched from one like distribution chain to the other pretty much overnight. So it's just, but those legacy, but money talks and those legacy Mm -hmm. media outlets still have the bucks to throw at YouTube to say like, Hey, you know, and I'm sure they love it too, because if the average YouTubers de-incentivize, loses incentive, whatever, they're not incentivized to make the videos because they, they can't make a living off of them. You know, CNN's like cha-ching because they can. So if there's less YouTubers making those videos, people are going to be drawn to the authoritative sources because they're doing it because they can monetize them and have a GMC truck ad on them. Yeah. And I don't know, man. It's just it's it's there was this one video that I saw from CNN and it keeps showing up in my search history from time to time. It's called like the history of the N word. Right. I think you've seen it. We've all seen it, right? It's like this blackface. So. It's this blackface thumbnail, like history of the N word, and uh, it's 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 a video that is monetized, right? Like it's up there. It's it's set and ready to go. There is not a YouTuber in hell that can get away with oh, that fucking course. title, description, tag in it, dude. They can't even get near that word and call it a day. Like it's just it's so fucked. How you've got like. Ads running on one thing, you've got something completely incentivized, and then the same YouTuber does it, and it's like, wow, it's not right. That's not okay for you to do. Like, people out here make better content than like most of these mainstream sources. More informative content, more entertaining, and it's just you're still stifling the fuck out of them. And it's not even like these authoritative sources. They're 
they don't make mistakes. I mean, look, look at, I forgot his name. He just left MSNBC where he was comparing Bernie Sanders to like the Third Reich taking over France. It was part of the reason he, Chris Matthews, Chris Matthews, that he retired. There was also stuff that he was being weird with women too, but I, I think it was a combination of everything. So it's my point being is that they make it like, oh, these authoritative sources would never say something where they wouldn't smack a cucumber across their face like Rich would or, or say some of the shit that you would. But, they do. They do all the time. They they fuck up as much as everyone else out there, but they still get that free fucking pass that makes me laugh my ass off. Like, I because, just don't understand it. Because they have the money, man. They, yeah, they've got the cash right now, and until the cash slowly starts uh, coming to us. When it came to Matt Pat's video, like I'm okay with his idea of enterprise-level solutions. I just think like at the end of the day, we just need a more communicative platform in general. I think like it's going to take a bit of a push and it goes, you know, it, go, it goes well and well hand in hand with the money that these people are still throwing at YouTube. But I mean, to truly make a change and this goes not just for YouTube, but every platform out there, we're talking Twitch, Twitter, even fucking Instagram, every platform in order to truly take over, you have to like make that one fucking shift, one push to completely like, you know, kick it out of the market and call it a day. You have to, you just have to do that once. And once it's done, then we can truly be free and, you know, do what we want to do. Because right now, look, like, you can shit on YouTube as much as you want, trust me. I I shit on YouTube, but, like, I shit on YouTube within reason, right? Like, everyone that's on here is like, uh, well, YouTube should do this, this, and that. I'm like, YouTube can't get away with that themselves. They probably want to. Like, do you think yeah. they enjoy this? Do you think they enjoyed the FTC lawsuit they had, the COPA shit? Do you think YouTube enjoyed that? Fuck no. Do you think they enjoyed getting a hundred? They didn't care about the lawsuit. Now they're fucking federally regulated to an extent. It's why I said earlier, right? Like, I'm like, the worst thing YouTube could have right now is if fucking the FTC actually sues a YouTuber. Because, like I said earlier, they actually said, hey, we'll show our algorithm in court. Like, we'll fucking show, like, we're going to assist the FTC. We're going to assist a federally regulated, like, body in finding content using machine learning. If somebody goes to court and they get sued, it's not far-fetched for them to subpoena Google's AI code that actually dictates how they're getting targeted by machine learning. Do you think Google right now would want their fucking AI code leaked out to a federal fucking, like, subpoena? And then have the people who look at their code be then poached by other, by their rivals in the industry, and suddenly Google's AI code is out there in the fucking wild. Like, well, luckily it sucks, but yes, I get what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, right? Like, they're sitting in a shitty situation. Nobody enjoys it, but like, at this point, you have to think about it within reason, right? Like, YouTube can only do so much in the face of the federal government and, like, companies that are as big, if not bigger, in terms of the fucking, like, uh, the, these, uh, the, the, how, how am I going to say it? Like the, the, the collaborative group that they made, like Viacom is not one company. It's a company with, with like time Warner. It's like these giant, like cartels in the media industry. YouTube can't YouTube. Google cannot just single, like single handedly fight against all of them. No, so even with the money they have, they would still go under. Know. Absolutely. That's why I that mean, safe harbor of DMCA with even how broken it is has to exist. Yeah. Like the DMCA thing that everyone like shits on YouTube for. I'm like, you can't shit on YouTube for a DMCA takedown problem. The thing is, when they get a DMCA takedown request, that's a legal, that's a, that's a legal fuck. That's basically getting paper served to your office. You either fucking do it or, or you get, or you get in complicit with somebody who's, who may or may not be violating DMCA. You can't blame YouTube for, for, for ponying up and saying, okay, fuck it. We'll just, we'll remove the content. They have to, they're legally like binded to do it. Like there's some things that people don't get about this platform and it kind of baffles me to this day, but it's like, you know, 
I, ju- I just don't know how to bring it across. And, and I'll, I'll end with this is that everyone's like, oh, I'll go to this platform, go to that. I'm like, the only reason they're dodging the bullets that YouTube is taking right now is because they're smaller. You don't think they would have to deal with the same shit if they were just as big? That's oh, what they don't man. get. Dude, don't even get me started. Okay. All right. I am going to, I'm going to fucking run this marathon. So have you heard of this platform called Storyfire? Yes. So Storyfire right now is one of those platforms where like for a while I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. You know, somebody's making like Big Jungle Nuggets is making like his own YouTube. Uh, like they invited me on it. Technically yeah. I'm partnered on there. Yeah. So I, I downloaded it. I went on, I actually saw one of your videos. I saw like a bunch of other videos. So I looked at the views. I'm like, okay, you know, obviously they can't get all their fucking community across. That's fine. Understandable. And then I look at sort of the back end of it, right? I'm like, okay, so how are they making Storyfire? And it's like they're, they got like a Vimeo enterprise server, if I'm not mistaken. And they're just like uploading the videos piece by piece onto there. It's still not like YouTube. The point is, is it's still, YouTube is not a company that makes money. That's one thing the audience needs to know. YouTube is, is a fucking, is a drain on Google's bank account. The only reason YouTube can exist is because Google and Alphabet give them a fuck ton of money to just go. Like I said, all this is machine learning out like fucking like food for their or like, you know, deep mind AI. They don't care about like YouTube. Like if it breaks, e- if it breaks even cool, that's fine. It doesn't need to be a profit. So in the world of video hosting, these companies aren't really out there looking for a profit. And when it comes to DMC, when it comes to the fucking mainstream news, you're right. They're not also as big. Facebook might be huge, but when it comes to videos on the internet, Facebook is also big, but it's not big enough or it's not in the fucking limelight to be taking the attention away from Google. Same with Twitch. Like the amount of fucking bullshit that happens on Twitch is hilarious. But how far does it make it out of the mainstream? It makes it out to like esports websites, which is like nothing. It's not making it to like, you know, the big like media hubs out there. It's not making it to like Wired. It's not making it no. to Ars Technica. So if it doesn't do that, if only YouTube and Google are doing that, I'm sorry. You're going to be under a microscope forever. Everyone else is getting away with their shit because no one's willing to call them out. No one's willing to chase after them when they've got this behemoth to look at right now. So it's just interesting to see if if YouTube will ever have a competitor. You know, it's it's kind of hard for them to because the amount of money you would need to actually be a viable competitor to YouTube is insane, and I just don't think Storyfire has that. I get what they're doing, but I just don't think yeah. I don't. I, I, I'm going to try it. I'm going to upload more stuff to it, but I don't like, see. I, 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 I respect it. I respect the idea, but it's like you know, I, I I want it to succeed. I want there to be another you know thing like because we've seen a bunch of like platforms. We've seen like. We've Blip, seen fucking Blip TV. Blip, Blip TV was one. We've also seen fucking trying to remember. Vidme was one of those that we saw for a while. And the thing with Storyfire, the problem is, is that these people are competing against a company that has the infrastructure to do it at scale. You know, like YouTube is not doable overnight by anybody, unless you're Amazon, unless you're Microsoft, who has the scale or globally to handle video distribution. It's not easy for you to do, especially if you're backending off of another person's system. Like it's hard for you to set it up. It's hard to get that up at scale. And then even when you get it up to scale, what's the business model? Because if you're just breaking even or you're losing money, you're not going to be in business forever. So are you aiming to get bought out by somebody like Google? Are you aiming to get purchased by them and have your product become another ML like food farm? Or is it like, do you, do you just give up and go home? Like what's the, what, like video distribution, like YouTube. It's not a it's not a financially viable product. No, it's not. Right? It's It's, so hard to sustain. It's literally only viable if you're doing something with it behind the scenes that is going to benefit your overall like business at a scale, right? Like YouTube is not financially viable. 
but YouTube is is a great product for DeepMind to tap into, right? Google Google yeah. services without YouTube, Google's DeepMind. Like you remember way back when we saw that thing, uh, the Google CEO Sundar Pichai. I think he went on like and talked about. He showed that. Uh, he showed that like Google now. The they were talking to like a barber shop, right? Like setting up an appointment. Yeah, yeah, yes, was, yes, yes. It was fucking crazy. I was like, that's fucking cool. It's only possible because they have all these fucking sources of gathering human interaction and data through Google now, through YouTube, through all of their services. It all feeds into the same thing, and that's how they get this like lifelike human fucking AI to talk to another person in your phone. Instead, yeah. yeah, it's fucking crazy, and that's literally how they do it. So yeah, while YouTube doesn't make money. Most people who are getting into the, you know, Storyfire or the VidMe don't understand that YouTube doesn't look at it from a business standpoint. They didn't buy YouTube to make money on it. They might make $5 billion a year. They'll spend $5 billion a year, but they'll make billions of dollars in the back end by feeding the data from YouTube to all their other shit. That's why Google and Alphabet right now, that's why they're like, keep their market caps are rising through the roof. That's why everyone years ago got into AI. Last year, NVIDIA uh purchased like two companies and went from a gpu manufacturer to an ai fucking company overnight there's like fuck it yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> like nvidia like fucking they, they decided listen all right this is the new thing all right we either tap into it now we either get onto it and we make bank on it and they are making bank on it like if you look at nvidia versus amd now dude AMD, everyone always like considers them the underdog. They are the underdog. They're doing great, trust me. But like, they are nowhere close to where Nvidia is sitting right now in the pie in the tech world at this moment. You know, like it's fucking crazy what Nvidia is pulling out of their ass, and it's working compared to like the A and B side of things because it went from GPU into this like AI sphere, and it's just fucking intense with the shit they're pulling off. Well, I think they also realize too that their conventional mindset of just selling graphics cards is just not the future, especially with. Uh you know, cloud gaming, even though GeForce now is a shithole with all the stuff going on. Oh developers. man, dude, that hurts my heart on it. That really hurts my heart to like, see that. So I'm not big on cloud gaming. I've had my fucking reservations against me it too. I've, I've explained, but Cause, cause was, yeah, go ahead. But GeForce now, at least before they pulled like every fucking game off of it oh. was great. I lo- dude, I loved it. I showed it on stream. I was like, man, the thing I loved about it the most, and this is my thing with Stadia, right? Like, I would have supported Stadia if they had the option for me to download a game through a launcher on my PC and play it on my rig. And then let's say, let's say when Cyberpunk 2077 comes out, I was like, fuck it. Okay, so if I get it on Stadia, yes, I can play it on my RTX 2080 rig and it'll look beautiful. But let's say, I, look, I'll be practical. I don't like gaming on my PC that much anyways when it comes to a single-player game. I kind of like sitting on my couch or laying in bed. Yes, I know you can hook up a fucking PC to a to a TV. I get it. The interface, all right, can go fuck itself. It's not as effective. <laughs> Let me just put it out. I'm not going to lay in bed with a keyboard mouse. I don't want to do that, okay? That's why controllers exist. I'm just going to point it out. That's why, to, even to this day, I'm still a heavy console player when it comes to my single-player shit. Like, I'll lay in bed, play some Spider-Man, go pass out. The thing with uh, Stadia and what excites me is that I could play these on PC, and let's say I wanted to go downstairs in my living room play it on a big TV. I was like, fuck yeah, I can play it like because it shares the saves. I'm like, that would be fucking cool if they did that. Hell yeah, that'd be amazing. But they don't do that. And that's one of the opportunities they missed out on. That would have really helped out their infrastructure too. Not everyone would need to be leeching off the cloud platform with GeForce now. I was like, listen, even though it doesn't really, even though it doesn't do it exactly the way I want it to, it's still exact. It's still what I just dictated, right? Like I buy my games on steam. Like, I bought RE3 on Steam. Play it on Steam. And let's say I wanted to go downstairs, load up the GeForce Now app, 
fire up RE3 because I own it on Steam. I can run it through GeForce Now. And yeah, sure, I could pay them five bucks a month to use their hardware. But now you're right. It's a piece of shit because every developer fucking or publisher just is pulling out of it because they feel like they're entitled to the rented hardware that NVIDIA is providing out of their own fucking pocket. Yeah, for, I don't. I don't. Game. Like, that's the thing that bothered me. Like, I'm signing into my Steam account and I know a lawyer would sit down. All right, sit down, Rich, and I'll explain it all to you. But I'm like, look, I'm renting their computer. Uh, I'm basically paying NVIDIA six bucks a month to rent their computing power to sign into my Steam account for games that mm-hmm. I paid for that they profited off of to play them wherever I want to. So, I'm just ha- it's like kind of having a compute a computer in my pocket you know what i mean i literally went to right. starbucks with a gpd win you know those little they have like they actually have a controller built in it was it was, has an atom processor in it i and, got i got it exactly gpd win i also yeah. ended up picking one of these things up too when i was out in the states the gpd xd shit i know exactly what you're talking about the yeah little, like, it, it looks similar yeah. to that except it has a keyboard yeah. built in too so yeah. i'm at starbucks using their internet playing doom before it was pulled off by bethesda at 60 fps max settings from Mm -hmm. there and it skipped a frame i'm like okay man this is pretty fucking badass but if this is what's going to happen man cloud gaming is fucked for like another decade then yeah my thing with cloud gaming and i always spoke at it from like so for me like when it comes to my pc gaming i play like rainbow six siege 144 hertz a game that you need no input lag to play us. Oh, millisecond of, of input yeah. lag gets you fucked over. So I tried playing it on GeForce. Now I got a couple kills. It was fine. I was I, I said publicly, I'm like, look, for a game like this, cloud gaming is never going to work. But then I played Assassin's Creed Origins, and I was pleasantly surprised. I'm like, dude, it works fucking great. 60 frames. Yeah, I'm looking at compression artifacts, but I'm also like glued onto my fucking monitor right here. So if I was laying back in bed, I may not notice them. And then I played some Yakuza Zero, and I was like, "Wow, this is this is this is good." Like, if I was just playing single player games, it's completely doable. And I supported it because, like, dude, you're paying for your own license, you're signing onto their servers and renting their hardware for six bucks a month. That shit's a fucking steal, considering the value and like you know the the convenience you're getting uh, mm-hmm. versus you know traditional cloud gaming platforms like Google Stadia, which require you to buy like a year old game for fucking $60. Like, dude, I'm not going to buy final fantasy 15 for 60 again. Okay. Especially with your crappy Stadia exclusive content, which if you've ever seen it is the most depressing shit imaginable. I heard about it being shitty. Yeah. And, and the thing is like what no one realizes too, is that no one trusts Stadia. And if it goes under, guess what? Where does do you all your Steam money copies? go? Yeah. No, do you maybe? get, do you, do you get a <laughs> refund? Do you get a copy from some, maybe they would do something like that, but you don't trust it. And you could be out for, say you buy five games on there at 60 bucks. It's 360 bucks. So, mm-hmm. well, all right, man, it was awesome yeah. having you on the show. If you want to shout out, I know you're, I know you're on YouTube. Do you live stream too on Twitch or? Uh, no, I live stream directly on YouTube as well. Okay, awesome. So if you want some ordinary gamers on YouTube, I'll link to his channel in the description of the podcast and on YouTube. Thank you so much for coming on, dude. It was a lot of fun. No problem, man. No problem, dude. Take care. You too. And uh, goodbye, everyone. You have a good have a good one. Like, right. comment, subscribe, all that shit. And like and subscribe and do all that wonderful <laughs> shit. Have a good one, guys. Explode.